Hello everybody and welcome to our very first Alchemy podcast. Um, we, we've kind of been dithering about what's the best way to communicate with people, what's the best use of time. We've always written blogs and journals in the past, um, but now we just thought, look, quickest way to do this is because we want to give people weekly tips and tricks is probably just record a podcast of the odd couple of videos. So, introductions. I'm Adam from Alchemy and with me I have... Nick. <laughs> Also, surprisingly, from alchemy. So we're hoping to keep these kind of uh, short, kind of 10, 20 minute uh, little observations and things that we think might help people um, as regards their branding. Um, Nick, I think it's fair to say current state of things, a bit different from normal sort of state of business. Yeah, and I think at this point, everybody's almost adapted and are getting used to the new norm. And I've seen everybody from kids use Zoom classrooms for the homeschooling to uh, my mother on house party. Um, then you've got Teams, you've got um, Zoom for Business. So there's a lot of apps out there that people are already, you know, they might have even, even heard of them five days ago and now they're pros at them and changing backgrounds and all sorts. So it, I find it amazing how quickly people can adapt. Mm. Um, so... It's kind of an efficient way to work as well, isn't it? Because, I mean, for example, we did a meeting yesterday with people online all over the country. Um, and it seemed to work well enough. I mean, like, you'd think we'd only just, you know, discover this. We knew this before, but it was never, like, the most desired way to have a meeting. But it struck me it was, like, a really good way to get everybody on the same call, sharing the screen, talking about the work. Uh, it just seemed really efficient in a way. So. Yeah, and I, and I think there's a... There, whereas before, everybody was fighting over the, the work-life balance and working too hard. If you work too hard, the family life suffered and vice versa. But now there seems to be um, a really nice kind of warm... Like one of the people on the call, her kids ran into the room and everyone laughs. And there's no hiding the fact we all have... Most of us have kids at home, so you're trying to juggle. But it's actually nice that... It's totally accepted now, and I'm wondering, will that be the norm when we do go back to, mm. will there be a much more sort of, not casual, casual is the wrong word, but a more of an acceptance that, you know, we're not all here just to work our asses off all the yeah, time. Yeah, it's, yeah. Is there a, you know, that well, work-life balance will almost have sorted itself well, there, there is a thing, isn't there, where like big events in the world change things fundamentally. I'm kind of minded of, you know, the Second World War brought, women into the workplace in places they weren't formally allowed like suddenly you had women uh, working at factories you had women driving ambulances and fire engines you had women driving tractors all of these areas were forbidden to women before that and then you can't turn the clock back once you've done that so i kind of wonder um will this usher in that same kind of revolution in a way i think uh, we're already seeing that like you've got the likes of Joe Wicks, you know, pee with Joe every morning, getting the whole family up and going for half an hour. Um, I've seen other ones on Instagram, Maeve Madden. Um, there's a lot of yoga teachers and all kind of lifestyles, mindfulness coaches. They've already run fire. They're all on, you know, teaching classes, art zone with the kids. And they're also telling the kids what um, materials to buy and they've mm. shared their, their website so you can buy them. If you run out of art materials at the moment, you can go straight to the art zone suppliers. So so people, I think, have this willingness Make to... Make their own toilet roll. To help 
um, each other, you know, and I think that's why we're here today. We're trying to help in any way we can because I think the worst thing you can do is, I suppose, not communicate yes, yeah, yeah. and remain silent because then you're almost giving off the air, well, God, they're, they're must be in trouble. You know, why are they being so quiet on LinkedIn or wherever, whatever platform? Um, so I think people have to even just like a few things on LinkedIn, show your presence in some shape or form, post up the article, have a bit of an opinion and, you know, just to be active even in those little things, I think is... Yeah, because I'd say, I mean, I'd say, what's, I'd say what's tripping up most people is like, firstly, like obviously, you know, it's a bit of a tough time for business and, you know, you, you kind of go, Jesus, when will it end? What will I do? Um, but then I think people don't know what to say because they you know there's that thing like oh jesus if i'm seen to be selling right now that looks like really bad whereas that's not really what you're saying is it you're you're not talking about marketing no, I, yourself no in a i think it's way. having a general presence i think if you if you remain silent say on linkedin and because you just you're maybe you might be in panic mode you might be worried about your brand or business you don't want to be seen as overtly selling because there's that question, is it ethical to sell right now? Yeah. But I think there's a difference in just showing you're still there, you're still in business, you have a bit of an opinion on any industry, you're liking people's posts, you're adding the odd comment, just to show that you're active in some way as yeah. opposed to just not saying anything at Yeah, because I mean, when we're talking about this kind of communication thing, we're not necessarily saying you have to put a big ad campaign. Yeah, I think that's it's almost, who's, who's going to even look at that now? Yeah. Or else... You think uh, other ways of doing it, you offer, like you, you work on your current clients. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you might think of, do you know what? Um, we're doing great things with this client. We know, you know, we're probably due a payment soon, but you could sp- maybe talk about spreading out payments. So to be seen as helping yeah. your, your client that Or, or you even know. a little bit what we've been doing for some of our clients, we kind of recognize the position that they're in. So we've been coming back to them with, like, look, guys, here's some ideas just brainstormed on your behalf just to help people out kind of thing how could you know other people be doing that with their business so i think there is a bit of this you've got to help each other out absolutely i think that i think most people the first part of call when this all started was jesus is that client okay is that this client okay so a simple couple of emails you know i've been thinking about you how are you doing is yeah. there any way we can help yeah just and i think that's where this humanity and this warmth comes back in there our human nature just wants to help. I yeah. think, you know, even from, you see it with your, we've got elderly neighbours and there's this lovely sense of community just recently, like I think it was always there, but it's obviously becoming much more noticeable. So people are fetching, you know, supermarket shopping or deliveries from the pharmacist yeah. or just simple little things, you yeah. know. I think you've got to be, I, I think you've got to, I mean, look, we're not trying to badge this in a way, but yeah, you, you've used the word human. Um, I, I, I kind of think you have to be true to what you're trying to do. So you have to be helping people just to help people. Mm. Um, because I minded, a buddy of mine said the other day, he got, uh, I think he'd seen an ad or something like that from BMW that said, here for you always. And he said, how the hell is BMW here for me always? You know, well, what's that got to do with anything? Mm. Um, whereas earlier you had cited um Joe Wicks. I mean, I th- I th- I think what he's done is very interesting. You maybe expand a bit on that one. Yeah, I suppose like it's P with Joe. He's getting the nation up and active. You you know you you feel energized 
straight away after it. So this was his business always anyway, wasn't it? Basically, yeah, he does hit a high, what is it? High High intensity, something or other. Workouts. Um, But now he's gone, you know, I suppose a bit like what Jamie Oliver did with the schools years ago, trying to get the schools eating healthily. And Joe is trying to get everybody fit together. So whole families having fun together when everybody's probably at that contentious time right now and tempers are afraid and moods are swinging. So he's trying to get everybody having a bit of fun first thing in the morning, a bit of energy going. And then I think he's raised something like are you raised, uh, I think he raised a hundred thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Of um, royalties he would have got from uh, from YouTube. Yeah. 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 So. So basically, not only is he getting everybody up and energised, he's raising money too. So that's commendable. Um, so I suppose that's just one way of doing it and um, he's enjoying it too. Yeah, and the, I think the thing about that is, like, it's a natural extension of what, what he does. He's doing it there and he's doing it for good. And it's, you know, he's out there, he's communicating. And I mean, we've seen it that I think that you, you, you were name checking the comic book artist, Will, Will Sliney, the other day, mm. who's doing online free class for kids yeah. and things like that. Uh, and then in a business sense, I think we were both kind of, and I'm sure we're not the only ones, kind of struck by how well an organisation like On Post were actually responding this this whole um, situation. How they kind of seem to really step up into this mm. um in, in sense firstly obviously keeping their service going um you know you know which must be challenging enough but then this whole kind of thing where they would ask you know the the posties to knock on the doors of elderly people and, and, and what have you um i thought that was a really great initiative um but also like in the in the vein of this communicator they made it an announcement so you know they they didn't just do it silently um they did do it as part of a you know we're doing this but they let everyone know they were doing it yeah. so it, it kind of spreads like so feel good factor totally and in in a way they're selling without selling yeah yeah you know so you're getting everybody i suppose feeling that emotional yeah wow on poster great at the moment um, but it's 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 quite strategic too. I, I know think. it sounds cynical yeah. when you break it down like yeah. that. But I mean, look, let let's not be cynical about it. I think I, I do think it's a really good thing that they're doing. Um, even the what's it the postcards they kind of put now. Postcards there, are great. They're they're getting the kids or anybody can write a postcard. Um, your postman delivers it on an A four sheet. Cut it in half. You've got two postcards you can send. So I'm doing it with the kids at the moment. They're sending both grandparents one. So, and it's free to post as well. And I really like the strap line right now. So it's W-R-I-T-E yeah, yeah. right now. Yeah, so yeah. it's quite clever. There's a lovely yeah. duality it, there. It, it kind of chimes really well with what's going I mean, I, I suppose we're all stuck in this forced slow down uh, kind of thing, which is happening at the moment, which I, you know, I, I think it's something to be embraced. Um, we've been looking, obviously, I'm taking part in a lot of webinars and looking at a lot of, um, I don't know what you call them, educational things. Um, and I have been quite uh, struck by some of the stuff coming out from, I suppose, uh, organizations and, and what have you who work in China. Uh, because, as I was saying to you the other day, I, I joined in a webinar um, with a marketing agency based in China, a global one. Um, and the interesting thing about that, a bit like when we used to learn from America, because America was a year ahead of us mm. in some ways, in this particular scenario, China 
is a couple of years ahead of us in terms of dealing with this because they've had previous uh, epidemics. I don't think you call them pandemics when they're local mm. epidemics. And they talked uh, in this seminar about the different stages of going through that. And I think it'd be useful to share that in another kind of uh, sure, yeah. podcast. Uh, yeah, I think we'll get the news articles, you know, this is um, people initially, you know, might be an Irish person, you know, based in Italy and, you know, how they may have dealt with it in the wrong way. And, uh, yeah. you know, so it, it's it's from country to country want to share their experiences. And I even received one this morning of a local Irish guy from Blessington living in China and saying they're, they're, they're getting back to normal now. He's yeah. almost sending hope to Ireland. Yes. So it's that sort of people are, I, I think nobody really wants to hear that fair word anymore. No. So it's like. You know, it's great to hear these good news stories. Well, that, that was the thing I took from it, was the, the, in the different stages of how they kind of saw this, one is survival. I think two or three, I don't know which one of the spectrum it was, but two or three was the acknowledgement that there will be an after. Mm. It doesn't feel like that while everybody's kind of, you know, in this uh, space, but there will be an after. And I think that's a really positive message, but it's also a message to, of, of kind of stimulus I suppose, because it chimes back into that idea that, you know, you can't just run silent here. You can't just go completely silent. You can't stop thinking about your business or what it should be doing or what way can you be reaching people. If you're thinking that, right, we're in this phase, but there will be an after, you have to start thinking about that now. And what what might that after be for your business? Well, that's it. And I think most uh, business people are probably already on this, that you might have sorted out your logistics and your operations and your manufacturing, is it halted, does it keep going? But, um, you know, how, what other things could, could they be doing? Um, you know, so. Yeah, how can, you, how can you pivot? Because as we were reading there from, again, China, I mean, there's so much, I mean, I, I know they're getting a slating from Trump and co, but I actually think there's so many learnings coming out yeah. of it there right now. We, we saw one there yesterday from Nike China and how they'd shut down all their, stores obviously had to yeah pivoted their business online which formerly was something like five percent of the business it's now 80 percent of their business and how that's changing their attitude to what their business would be afterwards but also i thought what was really interesting was how they were reaching people because it wasn't just your traditional reaching people as you said their linkedin or twitter or facebook but also reaching people through their running apps, mm. you know? One called training as well. That's right. Yeah. How, I mean, for example, like you're not supposed to be out running. So how do you mm. keep running, you know? I think in that's a... why Joe Wicks is really clever with the hit. Yeah. All you need is a kitchen, you know? I know, I know. So, it's a bit more of a challenge yeah, with running. Yeah, Although I did yeah. see an Italian man who ran a marathon on his balcony. Took him six hours, but yeah, it's mm-hmm. a fairly, fairly yeah. intensive thing. So some really interesting stuff coming out of there, and really, you know, advise people have a look at that. What's going on there? I think what's really good there is that you're seeing companies reacting to what's going on, acknowledging that look, this is going to hit us, but how else can we? How else can we help people? How else can we serve people? And what what other ways can we reach people? You know, I I think. Social media can often be so daunting, can be mm. so busy. But as you said there earlier, it can be a phone call. I think a phone call or even a letter. Send some, something in the post. We said we're, we're, you're trying to be tactile in a time that you're missing that bit of human contact. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I think something, try and be 
think different, keep, I suppose. Keep the hands clean, though, when you're sending yeah. that letter, right? Well, that's <laughs> you don't want to be posting the plague out to people, right? That that would make it quite quite the... But, I think, yeah, I think that idea of letter... Because I, I think this idea that we're getting to slow down a little bit a letter reaching you will would be really good. So look, we're we're gonna that that's the message for the first podcast here. Um, we'll try and keep this broad. Uh, we'll try and share some links of the stuff we fed and what have you. And what we'll do is a follow up on the following podcast with, uh, just simple ways you can get some focus into your business, mm. focus into what your brand is, and uh, what opportunities your brand might have. What what even is it? You know, because I, we, we often encounter this when we're going out working with people and working with general, you know, general public is the untapped power of brand because there's often, uh, there's often a misconception of what it is, how you do it, and it can seem daunting. But when you break it down, it, it can be exciting. So we're going to leave you with that one today. And uh, whenever we get some peace again, we'll, we'll follow up with uh, another one. And uh, on that, Happy hunting. Keep communicating. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Well done.